Welcome to the Danny Palmer Show. Does it sound cool if I say it like that? Yo, Pajon, back up and at him. Welcome to the vainly titled Danny Palmer Show. I'm your host, uh, as I have been since 2019, some shit like that, dude. You know what I mean? Uh, welcome to fucking uh, Mardi Gras season, dude. Mardi Gras sick. I'm going down to New Orleans this weekend. It's going to be very tight, dude. Very tight. I think I've been to New Orleans 12 times, maybe 15 times. It's so fun. Crudevue is like the sex theme parade. Apparently, it was founded in 1987. The people that started Crudevue parade thought that the traditional Mardi Gras parades and floats were getting too conservative. And they're like, fuck that, dude. Let's make it sex themed. Let's make it body. They shit on like local politicians. They'll have floats that'll say like the best is yet to come. Stuff like that. One year they had an Energizer bunny with a big boner as one of the floats. That was kind of sick, dude. Like, wow, I didn't know that bunny was all horned up, dude. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, I did. I, I like. I love Mardi Gras. It's great, and I know that like people think, oh, it's just Fat Tuesday. No, it's like four to six weeks of parades, dude, all over New Orleans and the Bywater and the fucking blah 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 and the thing thing. It's all over, dude. It's sick. It's very sick. I've I've never even been to Fat Tuesday. I don't want to go to Fat Tuesday. I feel like that's a little much. Little, little much. And then, you know, flying down there, got me thinking about some good, like, trip music. Have you guys heard this song, Getting Drunk on a Plane? It's so funny. He's like, everybody's getting drunk except the pilot. It's a fun tune. Oh, and then he says, Mardi Gras in the Sky. Mardi Gras in the Sky is kind of a cute concept. Hey, look at this. We're up here. Being disruptive, causing the flight attendants a real headache. My buddy, I don't know why I'm talking about New Orleans, because I'm going. It's fun. It's fun to talk about. It's a fun city to talk about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My, uh, my friend Gar said that the movie The Killer, which I haven't seen, he, he said there's a quote. It said, New Orleans is a town of a thousand restaurants and one menu. Because me and my buddies are like, oh, where should we go to eat? It's like, dude, it's probably all going to be, you know, jambalaya, gumbo. Dude, I love gumbo. The gumbo at Coop's down there is sick, dude. And then Sunday night, this girl told me to go to some like uh, burger joint in a gas station. She said the burgers there is amazing. I'm like, dude, can we just go to like a burger joint that's not in a gas station, you know? Maybe I'll maybe I'll sacrifice twenty percent of burger quality for a vastly improved environment. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm gonna go. It sounds fun. Okay, that one's done. That one's done. Um, I was reading some political. I don't usually talk about politics on here, but I was reading some political articles, and I thought these quotes are kind of fun. Um, this is a woman. We need some young blood," said Terry Cutter, a Republican from Hillsborough, New Hampshire. I don't know if it's a girl or a guy. Oh, it's a guy. Uh, who supported Trump in 2016 and 2020, but plans to vote for Nikki Haley in the primary. Young blood and a woman to get rid of some of this testosterone, added his wife, Shelley Cutter, a Democrat who voted for Hillary Clinton and Mr. Biden, but is now backing Miss Haley. Ooh, that's got to be such a weird thing to be married to somebody that votes for the other candidate. Like, all right, hon, I'm really upset at you, but I still want to let's get naked. Okay. Um, I don't think anyone over 65 should be running for president. You don't need a bunch of old white men. We just need to get rid of them all, said Shelley. <laughs> I like that, that attitude. Dude, just fucking throw the bums out, dude. Just fresh start. It feels like government's like kind of a fucking, like it's never going to get fixed. I mean, I know democracy is designed to be messy, but it just seems like no matter how much time and effort and angst and thought you put into understanding politics and hoping the world improves like 
it just seems like this it's like the Sisyphean task of pushing the boulder up the hill. Like it's just it's always gonna be fucked, dude. <coughs> and I sneeze. Sorry guys. I was thinking about I could like edit that out, edit the sneeze out, because I kinda like pulled my breath in sharply right before I sneezed. But I'm like, you know what? We're leaving the sneeze in. Okay? This is cinema verite. <laughs> I can just see my friends rolling their head, their, their head at that comment. Like, dude, you fucking loser. Don't say cinema verite, you fucking dork. All right, continuing on. Oh, a little more about Crew Deveau. New Orleans Mardi Gras crew was found in 19... 19- oh, yeah, I already said this. Okay, and just skipping past that because I've already stated it. I take a lot of notes down, and then I don't know exactly which ones to, to read back in which order. It's a lot of... <sighs> You know, it's like, how much effort do I want to put into, like, organizing the ideas that I run through on every week's podcast? Like, if I just, like, painstakingly dwell on I think I would have to get much higher podcast listening numbers to put much more effort into organizing the topics. I mean, I feel like I, I do take it seriously. I do think about things that are interesting during the week or funny. And I definitely capture them. and I take the time to do that. And I usually have a pretty good running list after a week goes by. But, you know, unless it was, like, paying my fucking bills... And also, I don't even know if that would be better. You know, who's to say what's better? Is it better to be a little bit, a little bit winging it, a little bit impromptu, or is it better to be like, I've regimentedly organized all these topics according to, or you're pairing them up and, and another similar to, just just fucking do the thing you always do, Danny. You fucking loser. Fuck you, Marty. I just like I don't want to let that go. Julia Garner, I think that's her name from Mozart. Dude, the amount of times I said "fuck you, Marty" out loud during the run of that show was extremely high, and now I feel like it's gone down some. And I want to bring, I want to get those numbers back up. Fuck you, Marty. <laughs> it's so fun to say. Okay. You ever, uh, you ever talk to be talking to a girl in a bar, and then she gets the hiccups, and you're like, "Up, oh, that's a wrap. That's a fucking wrap." I mean, I guess hiccups don't necessarily mean that someone is drunk, but usually, you know. It means they're probably pretty boozed up. It's like, okay. We have like the hiccups is just like the curtain coming down at the end of a play. And we have hiccups and it's been have a great night, lady. It was nice to meet you. I'm gonna head on out and find a woman that doesn't have the hiccups. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I laughed so hard at that part. All right. Just continuing on here. Oh, I forgot to do this uh feedback from uh, my friend Marissa over there in Germany. She's from America, but moved to Germany because she's a fucking traitor you hear me marissa you fucking traitor just kidding she's very nice um she said i'm on a bender of your podcast today and it is so reckless of me but i'm feeling feral this weekend whoa i guess it is kind of a feral activity to binge my pod (laughs) she continues i'm walking down the street cackling and giggling sometimes i have time to hide in my scarf i was so engrossed in a discussion while racking up at the gym that i forgot to change from podcast to music and one of y'all said fucking something about sex smelling like bland corn (laughs) and i had to bail out of the squat like i literally almost severely injured myself and a concerned gym bro came and asked if i was okay because it looked like i had collapsed to the floor and was sobbing i was laughing so hard there were tears zach zach made the bland corn (laughs) comment Zach is absolutely out of control. Someone needs to come get their mans. Thank you for listening to that, Marissa. And I'm glad you didn't get hurt at the gym. But I'm also glad you fell down laughing. That's pretty sick. I like that. That's nice. That's cute. Okay. That's fun. And then, oh, she goes, oh, no, I can't. She's listening to all of the pod apps in order. 
from 2019. So now she's on to 2020. She goes, oh no, I reached the episode where it becomes public that you were let go due to COVID. Yes, I was working at Sapient and they let me go due to COVID. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. They gave me six months severance. Zach was not being nice to you. I don't even remember that. Um, it's nice to know have met you so long after the fact because clearly I know you pull through and, and end up okay. It's just sad to hear your friends take an L. Well, thank you, Marissa. I appreciate that. I think all of society took a massive L. <laughs> but that makes it all the more rewarding to know you eventually hit a big fat W at some point too. Thank you. Very kind of, of you to, to uh, say that. She was like, oh, took an L. I'll oh, be back to a W. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. My coworker uh, told me that I guess she's reading this book about types of perfectionists. And she said that I'm a Parisian perfectionist. I'm not familiar with this term and haven't looked it up yet, but that's intriguing to me. I want to know more. And I don't have the information to share with you to explain what that is, nor am I going to pull it up on my computer right now, but just put, put a pin in that. Maybe we'll, we'll revisit it. You know, <laughs> I am. Um, yeah. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio originally. And uh, Cleveland just got, eliminated by the Texans in the NFL playoffs a couple weeks ago. Anywho, my grandfather, Grandpa Palmer, on my dad's side, would talk about how the old municipal stadium in Cleveland, they it was such a poorly designed piece of shit stadium that some of the seats were sat or uh, were faced facing directly behind poles or columns. So you could just have this ticket to the game and then you're just behind a pole. <laughs> like you literally couldn't see the field from the seat like who in the fuck designed this monstrosity, bro? That's fucking crazy. I'm glad they ripped it down and made a better one. So that's that's a positive thing. Yeah, but that's just like a classic Cleveland attitude too. You know, just like there's fucking seats behind poles. The Browns suck. The Indians suck. Everything. You just got to find other stuff to like, you know. Bitch, but I have my money. I don't know why I wrote that down in here. I just wrote down a little thing there. I just wrote down a song lyric with no real, no real explanation. Um, yeah. So my friend Ben DeMarco, he's a great comic. He made this uh, promotion for my Black Cat Friday show. I meant to mention that at the top. Every Friday, one seventy-two Remington, NYC. This week we have sick comics on: Tom McCaffrey, Molly Brunner, uh, Matt Fulcheron, Lucas Connolly. Um, who's the other one? Danny Derek Humphrey. It's gonna be great. Ugh, apparently, I turned the fucking mic off. For the past two minutes. Oh, that's annoying. Anyways, I think what I was saying is that uh, Little Wayne's label let us use, let the beat build for that promo. Like, they know. They're like, you use Little Wayne for 49 seconds, and we're cool with it. Like, we're going to let you use that. So I'm like, thanks, Little Wayne. Thanks, Little Wayne's label. That's kind of sick. I mean, it makes sense. We're, I mean, it's a positive thing, you know, just trying to get people out to a comedy show to laugh. But I would think that at some point, they would have some sort of attorneys or moderators review the content because what if it was like using that song over something heinous you know what i mean like don't they have to screen that out but then there's so many videos being uploaded to you i don't know how that shit works but i just want to say thank you little wayne you're the fucking go bro danny little wayne isn't listening to this stupid podcast. i know hon i know why don't you just go back to sleep you fucking asshole don't call me an asshole i'm not i can call you an asshole if i want to that's disrespectful well you're disrespecting me with your little wayne comment I still love you. I'm not going to repeat it back again. I'm not. I'm just not. Well, good night. Good night. Oh, I can't remember if I lost this. In the, did I say the cats will eat your head within the 24 hours of you dying? <laughs> I think that got cut out. I mean, I know that's like well known. The cats will eat you after you're dead. But I don't know that they'll just go straight for your fucking head within 24 hours of dying. That sucks, dude. Little monsters, bro. 
Oh, do you want to hear some like depressing news real quick? <laughs> the globe is already pockmarked with crises. And here may be another. North Korea is acting in highly unusual ways, leading some veteran analysts to fear it is preparing a surprise attack on South Korea and perhaps on Japan and Guam as well. Dude, if North Korea attacks Guam, we're going to fight. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Let's hope that's not going to happen. That's just foolish thinking. They're not aligning with Russia and going to start a World War III. We're fine. Let's have fun and drink and not think about serious stuff. Okay. Um, that Pitchfork music review site uh, got recently, you might have seen this in the news, it got folded into GQ, I want to say. Yeah, I think it did GQ because it's a part, it's under the Condé Nast umbrella. And I was just, they were giving some examples of like the snarky, the reviews that Pitchfork has on their site about music. It's, it's insane. It's so pretentious. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's some reviews that are like insightful and accurate, but it's just so they're, they're they always bring up like the, the biggest words and they're like trying to like incorporate global zeitgeist into their, you know, review of some fucking three minutes. Like, dude, fucking relax. So here's an example. The outlet gave Sonic Youth's 2000 album, New York City Ghosts and Flowers, a zero out of 10 rating. This is, this is the quote from the, the um, review. Now, finally, my generation has its metal machine music, an unfathomable album, which will be heard in the squash courts and open mic nights of deepest hell. Brent de Crescenzo wrote at the time. First of all, there's squash courts in hell. That doesn't sound that bad. The squash course. I don't know. Is he insulting squash? I don't really understand it. Um, okay. We're just running rapid fire, very staccato approach through these topics and things that I've gathered for this week. I haven't watched this yet, but I saw a little, I get an email from HBO. Like what's new? The convict in HBO said it's a foreign fave. I love this plot. A notorious judge is, is accused of murder and she must face the criminals. She sent to prison. And I, from the image they had of the show, I think that she gets sent to the prison with the people she sent there. Oh, that sounds good. I want to watch that. It's a fucking nasty revenge, dude. Okay. All right. 14 minutes in. Let's wrap with something nice here. I read this article about uh, people at the end. Oh, it was in Dua Lipa's newsletter, Service 95. Thanks, Dua. She had uh, some like interviews and quotes from um, senior citizens, very old people in life. So this is 100-year-old Violet being interviewed. In Service 95, they asked her, what are some of the biggest changes you've seen in your lifetime? Going back to the beginning, there were no cars. It was horses and carts. This lady's alive today. No horses, no cars in her life. Airplanes looked like they'd been tied up with string. Then cars came on the road on the road at five miles an hour. If I saw one, I'd run in, I'd run in and shout, Mom, I've seen a car. Life now is too fast. Everybody seems to be in a hurry, which is wrong because I find once you relax, you're better, you're calmer. I agree. I agree. I agree. All right. Also, I'm going to wrap up one nice thing about Mardi Gras. Dude, I love ChatGPT. I love like just asking it a whole bunch of questions in a row and getting it to like refine its answer and incorporate the feedback you're giving it into its updated response. It's so cool. Um, Mardi Gras is often considered beautiful. Yeah, I was like, why is it considered beautiful? Due to its vibrant colors, elaborate costumes, lively parades, and the overall festive atmosphere. The rich cultural heritage, diverse traditions, and the celebration of music and art contribute to the unique and visually stunning experience of Mardi Gras. Visually stunning. I'm stunned. I got to sit down. That parade that the dude just threw up on, is it's too stunning. Uh, yeah. All right. So 
Every Friday, Black Cat. Oh yes, uh, pl- please follow me on Instagram if you don't mind. <laughs> Danny Palmer NYC. Um, I try to post funny stuff there on my stories during the week, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, uh, things are fun, you know. Black Cat comedy every Friday, nine o'clock. I've already said that sixteen times. Danny, just turn the fucking podcast off, you fucking loser, dude. I'm just kidding. I feel pretty good about myself. I'm not a loser. You're not a complete loser. Yeah, exactly. Not a complete loser. Thank you. Thank you for listening and have a great week. You fucking. <laughs>